thank you everybody for taking the time out to listen to me once again this is real talk with tim and i'm back with another episode shout out to everybody who's been showing me love on my podcast i really appreciate that now if you have apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify or iheart radio please make sure you go look me up on all four platforms to keep up with the content also make sure y'all go follow me on instagram and real talk with tim and twitter at rtwt podcast to keep up with the content as well now today guys like i said i'm back again with another great episode now today's episode is actually an interview i'm about to interview an up-and-coming r&b singer i've been paying attention to this woman for quite some time now i do believe that she has a wonderful voice and i want to share it with you guys and we're going to get to know her a little bit. So I want my guests to go ahead and take the floor and introduce yourself. All right. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Darcy. Like bossy. I'm a boss. Okay. And I am a singer, songwriter, artist, musician, all of that good stuff. I got some music that I've released. I've been doing music for about 18 years. Background first. And then I decided mm. to just, you know. Come out and do my spiel my own self. So, yeah. Right, right. And see, that's one of the first things that I noticed about you because when I looked into your bio, it said that you used to do background for the OJs. Yes, and yes, you said, yes. And you just, so tell me a little, see, the OJs, I ain't even going to lie, y'all. The OJs is <laughs> quite before my time, right? Mm-hmm. So look. Tell me a little bit about that, though. What was it like singing in the background for the OJ? Okay, so let me just say, we're probably around the same age. That was like my parents' era of music. But because I grew up listening to that type of music, you know, the OJs, Earth, Wind & Fire, all of those, it was like a surreal moment to say, hey, I used to listen to them and I'm singing for them now. But Mm. I think I was 26, 26 when I started singing with them so naturally I was the youngest and so that um, comes with a lot of um, how can I say this politically (laughs) it (laughs) comes with a lot of foolishness Um, oh yeah me being the youngest but it was a great opportunity I've learned so many lessons just you know from the industry and just seeing things from behind the scenes um i've been able to travel everywhere um it was a positive experience for the most part i got cussed out one time by eddie levert oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey so look and then i hey look then i also saw that you shared the stage with the osley brothers shaka khan brandy is that true so I didn't sing with them, but we've done shows with them, and I've met them all. So we were oh. on the same tour. So my the person that did that bio, um, we're gonna have to fix it because a lot of people get confused. But okay. I'm gonna clear it up because I'm not a capper out here. Okay, oh. I I've done shows with them as far as being on the same ticket because I was with the OJ's, but oh, um, I've never okay. sang with them, but I did get a chance to meet them and they're already nice. And Brandy is my most favorite singer. So that was like a dream come true to meet her. And oh check, man, what was that like you know. when you met her? When you met her, what was that like? Like, Oh my how God. Did you, how did you feel? Like, So here's the thing. I'm not the type of person to get starstruck, but because Brandy is like my most favorite singer in the whole wide world, I was starstruck with her and she was so sweet about it. I was like oh, yeah. on the verge of tears, like, oh my God, like, you know, 
you my fave and she was really sweet and i got a chance to chop it with her a little bit so it was a great experience it was great. yeah yeah so look tell us tell us a little bit about you know your your singing career like when did you first get when did you first catch the singing bug like how old were you when you first started to like walk around singing you know telling yourself you wanted to be a singer you started putting a pen to the paper writing songs like when did all of this start so let my mama tell it (laughs) i started singing when i was two so i grew up in a church both my parents are ministers and so my dad had a quartet group and so i started singing with him when i was five years old and then so i've been doing music literally my entire life like we had recordings out and so literally this has been my whole life so then my parents sent me to a performing arts school so I went to the Cleveland School of the Arts and that really just you know made the desire for music to be times one million and then I started professionally singing I started I got my first background gig at 16 so my cousin her name is Kanye Doss she's a neo-soul artist and she, you know, she's been around for a long time. So that was my very first um, time singing background. But I started writing like when I was in high school, when we used to do talent shows, I was the only one that performed original music <laughs> because right, I'm extra right. like that. So it's <laughs> been like literally my whole life. Like that's just, yeah. you know, what it is. And my whole family sings and they're all musicians and stuff. So I really didn't have a choice for real. And you know what? I believe you because your voice is wonderful. And I'm about to and I'm about to play a clip and show the people. <laughs> okay. Just just how beautiful your voice is. Oh, I so appreciate that. Let me let me go ahead and play that clip for y'all. I hope that you're the one. If not, you are the prototype. And we'll tiptoe to the sun And do the thing I know you like I think I'm in love again oh. I think I'm in Man, y'all hear that? <laughs> Listen, let me ask you a question. Okay. So, which qualities do you think make a great musician? Oh, as far as singers go? Yes, yes. Um, so, what I feel like is very important is authenticity. So, you know, you have a lot of singers who try to sound like other singers. I really, really respect you when you have your own sound, tone, um, pitch, and I'm not, and I'm not going to say like ability because, you know, I'm not, yes, I'm a person that can run, but if you have good enough tone to just sing me a song straight and I'm just like, oh, your voice is amazing. I think that's more important and placement. So placement and all of that good stuff. So which which one of your qualities do you think bring out the best 
of you and your music? So I feel like I have my own sound. I don't I don't feel like I sound like anybody. Now, a lot of people compare me as far as my tone to Faith Evans. But as far as me, I don't think um, like people that are current, I don't think I sound like anybody. And I'm just going for, you know, I'm making music because I like it. I'm not trying to stick to the trends. So I think right. that that's what sets me aside. I don't feel like my music sound like nobody. It's it's safe to say you've been a, been everywhere performing, right? You've been in a lot of places, right? I so have. so let's talk. So describe your best performance, and what did you learn from that experience? As a solo artist, yeah. Just I mean, it um, don't it don't really have to be solo. Just you, Grace. Just you being on the stage. Period. Like. Because performance is performance regardless. So right. where, where wherever like the first place that that pops up in, pops up into your mind, like mm-hmm. when I ask you your best performance and the first place that you think of, what did you learn from that experience? I'm gonna have to speak solo wise because I'm gonna be honest. When you sing background, ain't nobody paying attention to you. <laughs> they <laughs> are literally focusing on the the main act so i'm gonna have to to speak um on a personal note and it was like a recent performance that i did i opened up for jade nova and it was at the house of blues here in cleveland um and to just see people like be like oh my god you're amazing and it wasn't a great performance for me in my eyes but like people just rocking with me it's just like okay I don't have to be a perfect singer I'm a very tough critic so if I mess up I'm literally pissed off right but to be able to see you know people be like oh my god you're amazing and I know I wasn't to the best of my ability I think that that was like eye-opening for me like people gonna rock with me just because they do now don't get me wrong I ain't get up there sounding crazy but right. you know I'm a perfectionist but right. um in the vein of just my favorite place I know you ain't asked me that but Amsterdam yeah. um, Amsterdam I think, Amsterdam. I, I think I saw that somewhere I think I, I think I saw you say that somewhere yes it, if I could live there I would like it's it's a beautiful what, what was it about place Amsterdam though so it was I, so here's the thing I heard like crazy things about Amsterdam like you know they be racist and stuff over there but when when we went we went for the North Sea Jazz Fest and it, it was just like everybody treated you like family like it was just really clean like it, it was just an amazing thing like there they have like lights for their bikes like I love bike riding so we went like on a long bike riding um journey and like it was it was weird because the bikes had their own lights and the cars like had the weight like a stoplight and I'm like you don't see that here it was just like a, a like it yeah. just felt like family it was a great great place so so you so you only been there one time I've only been there one time I want to go back <laughs> so look I saw on your I saw on your Instagram right you said you have 10,000 streams of your music, right? Yeah, that's now, on Apple Music. I was really shocked. Spotify is even more. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? How much? Yes. How many? How many? So uh, I think we're about 15,000 on Spotify. 
tell me what that feels like. Like, tell me, like, <laughs> what did you like? Like, be honest. What's the first thing you said in your mind when you saw the number? What's the first thing you said? I was really in disbelief, and I'm gonna tell you why. So I struggle a lot. You know, your hometowns don't really support you much. And so I struggle. So I really felt like because my hometown really don't mess with me. I've always been an underdog. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the people here that support you. But, you know, they unfortunately people in your hometown, they don't get with you until you like already make it. They ain't with you from the beginning. And so and that's everywhere you go. So I'm not knocking my city. That's just everywhere you go. So I was really I it was. I was shocked because I'm just like, man, people ain't rocking with the song. Like, and I used to, when I first dropped it, like used to check my numbers and I just stopped checking them. And so when I got that notification, I was just like, oh my God, my song's been streamed or my music has been streamed 10,000 times. Like that is crazy for me, this being my first time like releasing music. Like I know plenty of people, they have good music out and they haven't reached that. And I'm just like, you know, it's a blessing. Like I'm yes. So don't don't that don't that motivate you like to like get back into the lab and just like try to put out something else to even to double that number? Like don't that make you just be like, damn. So here's the things. thing. Like, like uh, we've been we've been working this whole time because I'm releasing an album, um, January twenty second. That's my birthday, and so. Oh, um, what's that? Uh, what's what's that? I'm an Aquarius. Okay, shout out to the Aquarius, y'all. I ain't really into that stuff, but I just do know I'm an Aquarius. (laughs) Shout out to the Aquarius. Aquarius is hey, y'all. You know, and so um, I'm I'm releasing an album on my birthday, so we we're continuing to work like it's a nonstop thing. So when I say there's not enough hours in a day, it's really not enough hours in a day. I am burning the candles at both ends. Uh, the sticks like okay okay hey look listen i just know i just see me <laughs> that's why i asked you that question because i was like if i saw ten thousand to fifteen thousand plays oh my goodness oh my i'll be i'll be more motivated listen i cried i'm just like little old me that's my saying because like i said i've always been an underdog so i just be like little old me like if my music is streamed that much it's really it's just a beautiful thing and i'm grateful right Right. so are there any musicians right now Mm -hmm. of all time whatever it don't matter how you answer it who inspire Mm -hmm. you and what what qualities do you admire about those musicians so um, we already talked about Brandy, you know. Right, of course. That's 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 my girl. So because I have a back uh, background in background singing, I pay attention to that a lot. So if you listen to my music, you'll hear like a whole bunch of little background stuff going on. And Brandy, I learned that from Brandy. If you really listen to her music, her music is background heavy. It has like a lot of intricate stuff, and that's just something that I love because I do love singing background as well. So I'm going to have to say Brandy, but as far as right now, my most favorite singer right now is Jasmine Sullivan. (laughs) And she is absolutely amazing. And I just love her writing style. You know, she's a beast of a singer anyway, but like I just, you know, she's great. So yeah. Okay. Well, so who is your ideal 
musician to work with and why? Jason Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Not Brandy. So- I mean, pretty. I'm pretty sure Brandy one of them. We go. We just go ahead. Shout out to Brandy. But yes. you know, we already know Brandy would be the first person for that ass or whatever Absolutely. but you said Jasmine Jazz Sullivan okay Jasmine okay. Sullivan because um, you know I feel like I, I could learn from her like she it's just you know the choices that she makes and things like that I think she would pull more creativity out of me because right. I'll just be like alright I gotta keep up with this so let me see what I can do you know? right <laughs> So look, let me ask you this: When it comes to writing your songs, right? Mm-hmm. What inspired, like, where, like, tell me about the creative process when you write in your, when you write in your uh, songs. Um, I would just sit down and just think of stuff because, believe it or not, I've been through a whole lot of foolishness, and so um, a lot of the stuff I write about is real life stuff. But okay. my husband is my producer so he'll come up with a track and he'll send it to me and I'll listen to it and I'll just write to it or we'll just sit down and collab because he writes as well and so we'll sit down and and collab and see what we come with come up with but most of the time I start off by myself like I just have a notepad of stuff just a whole bunch of stuff written down and it's not necessarily a song and so I'll go back to it like oh this will fit here this will fit here so right. that's how we do it. Okay. So is it safe to say that your songs do how give me a percentile, right? So how likely are your songs? Give me a percentile. How likely are your songs relating to your personal life? 99% of the time. So let me just <laughs> say, let me just say, and it's not just my life. Like I write about my friends situations and things like Uh, that but so some of the songs that's gonna be on my album people gonna be like oh they having problems in their marriage no we're not it's just situations that's happened to me before that I write about like it's just I like to be relatable and so I'm just writing about real stuff like that happens in real life and back when I was stupid and you know back when you were stupid (laughs) back when I was no I think everybody has a time period as far as in relationships, at least women, I, I can't say, I can't speak for y'all, but um, where we've oh, been, everybody stupid. had a, everybody okay. had a stupid, a stupid pay. <laughs> so, hey, so look, the reason why I asked you that is because you're single. I want you, mm-hmm. right? Now let me tell you something. When I first came across your page, first mm-hmm. of all, I think. I don't know if it was like a like an ad or something. I don't know what it was. I don't know how I came across your song. But when I came across it, you know, I started to bob my head. I'm like, oh, this joint rock. So I'm going to play this song for y'all because this 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 like until I hear the rest of her songs or her album and stuff like that, y'all. This is my favorite song from her. I'm gonna just let Aww. you know that right now. I'm gonna let y'all know this right now. I'm getting a spanking and waiting for you. 
man. So look, <laughs> let me ask you this question. Okay. Where did the inspiration for that song come from? So I was literally sitting on the couch one day. And so, you know, you have girl talk and stuff and you, you talk to your friends. So it stemmed from a conversation that, you know, I had with one of my girlfriends or whatever. And they was like, well, you know, they basically wasn't getting satisfied. But because they don't say nothing. So I'm just like, listen, men are not mind readers. So you got to tell them like, okay, this is what I want you to do. Or this is what I want. Or I want to come see you like you know, a lot of women are kind of shy, believe it or not, in this day and time, they're still like, it's kind of like taboo to be like, the man always got to make the first move. It don't got to be like that. Just, it really don't. You know, you just <laughs> say what it is. And I think, and I really think men like that, you know, they're just like, okay, you know, I don't got to always initiate, you know, just say what you want or, you know, come show me what you want to do. Right. Now, have you ever? Now, let me ask you this. So, so you've been, you said you've been singing for 18 years, right? Mm-hmm. So, have you ever performed and you uh, got booze? Never. Never. See, Never. You, are, you are gifted. See, this is, how you, <laughs> this is how you know this is meant for you because if you never got any booze, any hecklers, anybody that's you know <laughs> threw something on the stage and never in my life i think that. i would be devastated oh my god i would be devastated but that's never think, happened to me yeah i don't think nobody want to experience nothing like that because a lot of people probably wouldn't even be able to handle that no i probably me i probably would not have like no because i'm real sensitive for real <laughs> have you have you have you ever performed in a dmv not by myself, no. Okay. No. So how how does that work? Like, how do you decide where you're going to perform at? So it it just depends on who reaches out to you. So I now have management that takes care of that. So through my website, because you know, um, when you're a hungry musician, you get taken advantage of, and that was i.e. me. You know, just like people say they'll do this or they'll bring you here or, you know, if you want your song played, you got to pay this amount of money. And so I came up off a lot of money that it was just a waste. So if people have inquiries about booking me, they have to do it. Like I've had several people reach out to me like through Instagram and I'm just like, oh, I'm not allowed to do this. So if you, you know, have any inquiries and I'll send them to the email that's attached to my website and then my management will reach out to them. How, like, how, like, how does that work? Like, how often are you, how often are people reaching out to you to like bring you on a podcast, um, maybe collaborate with you on a song? Like, how often are you getting like invitations to do something? a lot and so and I feel kind of bad I actually had somebody reach out to me today because they sent something to my um, the email on my website I hadn't got it because I don't manage it so I'm like I'm gonna make sure I, I listen to it because I have somebody doing that for me so I don't know if you know if they don't like it or what because they don't tell me about it so 
you know, right. but I've had um, several people um, reach out to me and it makes me feel good because it's like, okay, maybe I do have something that, you know, that people will rock with or they want to collab. I, I've had a lot of people like send me tracks and stuff. and Oh, um, like producers? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you popping. Um, and, poppin'. and I'm not. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, my husband is my producer, but I am 100% willing to work with, you know, anybody who reaches out as long as it it matches my sound. Right, right, you right. You know, right. I'm I'm not the type of person that's just going to jump on something just because I, I have to be proud of it or I have to feel like, okay, this is me or this will mesh well with me, so... Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, I was just, I would the, see the reason why I ask is because, you know, sometimes, even though I know I won't get a response, sometimes I reach out mm-hmm. to people. Through, and so, sometimes, sometimes I reach out to like big time people, like mm-hmm. Kevin Hart or somebody, like try to. Oh, they ain't <laughs> managing to, their hey, pages. <laughs> hey, look, 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 try to, try to DM them and try to get them, you know, even though, you know, it's just a try. You know, Listen, I know you if something happened, it. it happened and it don't, it don't, you know, but the reason why I asked, cause I was just curious, like, so you don't manage your, like, you don't manage, like, well, you don't manage all the time. You're like DMs and emails. So and- I do. So I manage my Instagram, but if somebody wants to book me, like, like with you, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. But like, as far as like people reach out to me as far as podcasts all the time, I'm cool with that. But like, as far as booking me or anything like that, I have to send them to um, like trying to my get you management. To yeah, to get me to perform somewhere because I don't have no answers for you. Okay, I tell yeah. everybody all I know how to do is sing. That's it. I can't dance. I can't do none of that. And they got a line dance to my song too, and I I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Oh man! Somebody made a dance to your song. Somebody made a dance to my song, yes. And so, um, I got video. I got video too of it. But um, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. (laughs) Man, like, like you, like it's it, it gotta be something in you that make you feel like damn i really made it like when when you see somebody making a dance to something you wrote mm-hmm. it's like damn i mean woo like not only do i got 10 to 15,000 streams like damn you making dances to my songs now oh my god like and something- and it's crazy because in the grand scheme of things 10,000 streams is not a lot but for me it's like a million to me Oh. I'm just like you know. Let me let me wake up one morning and and my podcast plays <laughs> say fifteen thousand. That's gonna be a billion to me. Listen, okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but in the grand scheme of things, like people like that ain't a lot. But for me, for me, never to have released any music. I want you as my second single. I did release my first single in March. It's called Falling in Love. It's a love song, but you know to have only two songs out and to have that many people or people rock with it that much to stream it 10,000 times and it hasn't even been a year that's dope to me man and when did what so so how many streams does i i want you have individually um now i don't know that number on apple music i do know that number on spotify so how, on, how, how many 
yeah, Spotify. On Spotify, it has eight thousand seven hundred and sixty-one, and then my my other single, my very first single, it has like six thousand something. So that's how I know, like I'm at fifteen thousand um, streams. So Man, that is crazy. Yeah, I'm just like if okay. it got. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. That is crazy. Those are crazy numbers, and do and you don't even have a major record deal. I don't have. I, when I say I've paid for everything myself independently, I have come out of pocket. I've used my credit cards. I've I've been paying for and funding everything myself. Nobody has helped me do nothing, and and, goes, and I'm proud and goes, of that. Man, listen, it go it goes to like. Like people always say, you know, you have to invest in yourself. Yeah. Like when you try to do podcasting, like if you want to really do podcasting, if you want it to be legit and be swift and crisp and all that, mm-hmm. you gotta pay for equipment. You gotta yep. pay for you have to pay for a lot of stuff. Yep. Like even if you gotta pay somebody to come on your show, like if you can afford it, you know, negotiate, whatever. You got to you got to invest in yourself because you can't do everything for free. If you want the yep. best quality, you want the if you want the best quality of the stuff that you put out, it got to sound right. Yep, and you that's 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 the one thing I will stress. I don't know if you're gonna ask me this, but a few podcasts asked me like, "What would you say to up and coming artists that are just like you, like independent?" what would you say to them? And I would say, don't cut corners. You got to spend money in order to make sure your stuff sounds right. Like it it costs a lot of money just like for the mixing and mastering of my songs. It was in the thousands, like just for those two songs. So you got to, you got to spend money to make sure your stuff sound right. Cause if it doesn't sound professional, unfortunately, it's not going to go nowhere. So you got to, I agree with you, you have to invest in yourself. Like 100%. Man, when they told, when when I was told that, like when I first started podcast, because I started in like 2014, but I was never serious all the way. Uh-huh. I started getting really serious um, last year. Okay. Last, last year, maybe around the summertime and stuff like that. But when I tell you, see, see, last, see, in 2014, I was using my phone, mm-hmm. and I, I would pop it up on my dashboard in my car, just sit there and talk and all of that. But this time around, when I came back, man, I got microphones, boom arms, I got mm-hmm. audio interfaces, I got all type of stuff, and then I, I done made a page for it. I started negotiate. I mean, not negotiate. I started interact, engaging with people following mm-hmm. other people who doing the same thing that i'm doing so like with this like that's why i say like if i ever had fifteen thousand plays on my episode i'm telling y'all i will lose my damn mind <laughs> i will lose my it's, damn mind it's gonna happen it's gonna look, happen the number one because the 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 highest play my highest play episode has a hundred plays okay and then my second highest play episode got 94 plays. Mm-hmm. And everything else has like 80s and 70s and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like... Do I you I'm promote getting... it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, this is the thing, though. See, this is why I say like you gotta... You have to like really get serious and invest in yourself because when I first started, I was sharing stuff like 
to people in my circle. Like I was getting like no more than 10 plays for stuff, mm-hmm. right? But when I started making Instagram and connecting with people all over the world, mm-hmm. especially people who doing the same stuff as me, then you know that's when numbers started rising especially with networking and stuff yeah because i believe no matter what you do whether you're making music podcasting you are um make skits trying to be an actor or something like that when you network and you put yourself out there and you communicate with people your numbers will rise whether it's views plays whatever mm-hmm. streams whatever it is right yeah so like, my um go ahead i'm sorry so like so like what I try to do, like like I said, when I came across your page, you're a musician, you sing, you make music. So I was like, oh my goodness, it'll be interesting to interview her because not only does she make dope music, like I see her, like I've read your bio and stuff like that, see where you came from and stuff. So I'm like, this is somebody who's like me coming from somewhere, trying to make it somewhere, got goals yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm like, why not? Like, why not bring her on? That's why I like podcasting. Because it's a platform where you can either talk about, you know, give your opinion on things. Not only that, but you can, you know, talk with people, get to know them. They get to know you and all of that. So I love it. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I, I'm very, you, you, um, if you're not using ads for Instagram, I will say it is super duper expensive. But I feel like the reason why I got so many plays was for my Instagram ads. So my I did a like an ad for I want you, and I think right now it's at like one hundred and sixty eight thousand views, right? And then um, my other song that I did like back in January, that's like thirty five thousand views. And so I believe because of the advertising that I did on Instagram, that caused my numbers to people to know about it. Like my my followers, I I want to say I grew like three thousand followers in a month. And it's because of the ads. Like you gotta, you gotta get out here. But Instagram ads is real expensive. I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah, cause I be seeing it like uh, sometimes when I, cause I, I normally don't boost my like my reels and my posts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when I do, sometimes it be showing me I got like a little ten dollar credit and all this other stuff. I don't know, but I mean. <laughs> Cause some like when I look at my my insights on my page, yeah. and stuff, it's it I reach a lot of profiles. Yeah, like I reach a lot of profiles. Like I made an Instagram reel about this. Like I think it was a reel where I said, uh, like I reached three thousand profiles, mm-hmm. but I can count on one hand how many followed me. But I, yeah. then I was like, you know, this is not that's not a time to be discouraged about you know saying, your your material. It just pushes you to try harder because the point, the fact is you reach that many. You, the fact that you reach that many is a good thing, but you just have to really put out the right material to get somebody to say, oh, follow, 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 you know? Right. So, yeah. So, you know, but so this is what I want you to do, Miss Darcy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to hold you up. We know, we know you got to perfect that album and get that album (laughs) (laughs) get that album right for us you know so we can get get you some more streams out here but this i want you to do i want you to tell the people right Uh why they should download your album get your album 
Well, I'm going to tell y'all. You're going to get a little bit of everything. Like different topics, different things that I feel like at least one song you will relate to in your situation. And I like that. <laughs> like, I, I promise you, you're going to be like, oh, that happened to me. Or I know somebody that that happened to. Or, you know, I feel this way. I feel like I'm, I have a, it's going to be a variety of different things for you to listen to. So whatever floats your boat. If you like love ballads, you'll get that. If you like like a little ratchet, you'll get that. It's going to be like a, a just a smorgasbord of different type of styles but Dossie style if that makes sense oh, so yeah. I think you should you should grab it you should cop it and then if while you wait and go get I want you and falling in love oh Boom. yeah man look <laughs> let me tell you something you ain't gotta worry about that right here cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen I'm definitely gonna listen to your album for real for real I might have to play the I want you track like three times before I, <laughs> before I go listen to everything else and you that's okay saying? like everybody is rocking I'm just like oh my god like people are telling me like and I don't like this but people are telling me like well thanks for bringing real R&B back and I'm just like no don't say that cause oh, you know man. Oh man! No, listen. (laughs) I'm just like I'm like I've had people tell me, like, and I had to tell her. I said I appreciate that, but don't get me canceled before I even get started. This one young lady said, "I don't think I don't think other people making comments can get you canceled. I think people getting canceled is from comments that they make themselves. Well, that is like like if you come out of like if you come out the woodworks talking about." Yeah, I'm bringing R&B back. They gonna be like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, no, because R&B is now. not dead. Okay, y'all just don't <laughs> listen to it because it's it's plenty of R&B out here that's amazing. But I don't know what folks is going for. But I, I ain't bringing nothing back. I'm just trying to bring Dorothy out. That's it. If you rock with it, then you rock with it. But yeah. So know. so let me ask you this: Is the album complete? Um, I'll say a seventy, about seventy percent. You said about seventy percent. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I said so. So, would you say the album is complete, or you still got to put some finishing touches on it? Oh no, we're like seventy-five percent. It's still songs that I gotta write because <laughs> we're trying to do like I was gonna do an EP, but I said, "Hey, whatever, let's just do an album." So um, we're just trying to decipher what we want to be on it, like because I have a lot of different songs, but we want to make sure that um, we put the right ones out. Okay, how many how many uh how many tracks you gonna have on your album? Um, we're looking at nine between nine and ten. So it's like an EP, no? No, EP is um seven to eight songs. So oh, once okay. you hit nine, that's considered an album. Okay, okay, all right. So what's your favorite? What's your favorite track on the album? Um, I'm gonna have to say it's the song called War. War. Oh, I gotta hear this. Yes, this. What's the inspiration behind that song? Hmm. Let's give us a give us a little teaser. What's the inspiration behind? So that song? this is actually from a, a previous 
relationship that I was in. I wrote this song a long time ago. But, um, you know, it's basically about you're in this relationship and you know it ain't gonna work, but you're just like, you know, you're. it's like basically a battle with your mind and heart. So your heart is like, just stay. But your mind is like, sis, you know this ain't gonna work, so let's not waste time. So the song is literally about a battle between your heart and mind. Like, I don't know what I'm about to do. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's 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 very good. That's very interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. I can't wait to hit the album. You said January twenty second, right? January twenty second, and that's my birthday. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, now listen, y'all, y'all don't have no reason to forget her birthday because she done reminded y'all about two or three times <laughs> her birthday was January twenty second, and she an Aquarius. So if y'all forget her birthday, y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. Don't forget my birthday, okay? It's it's my Miss Darcy, listen, I want to thank you for coming on my platform. I'm glad we finally got it together because we've been talking about this for almost a week and a half. Yeah, it was a rough time. I I definitely want to thank you for coming on my platform, allowing us to uh, get to know you a little bit about your music, what you like, what you don't like, your favorites, and all that. you know, hopefully the album when the album comes out, hopefully it's fire. It double and triples the number that you already have. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to throw out your social tags and all that. Tell the people where they can find you. Tell the people all of that good stuff. All right, y'all. So y'all can find me on Instagram, Dossi D O S S I underscore sings S I N G S the regular way. Facebook Darcy Sings. I also have a Facebook music page and it's Darcy Music. And I do have a TikTok. I'll be on it, but y'all can go follow me there too. It's also <laughs> Darcy Sings. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, y'all already know what this is. You know, catch me on Instagram, Real Talk with Tim, Twitter, RTWT Podcast, uh, Snapchat, Real Talk with Tim. Tech, catch me on TikTok as well. Real Talk with Tim podcast. Uh, I'm trying to get on the TikTok wave myself, but uh, yeah, y'all catch me on there too. Um, oh, catch me on Good Pods too, y'all. Good Pods, download the Good Pods app. You can set up an account as a listener or a podcast or whatever it is. Y'all can catch me on there too. And uh, I want to thank Miss Darcy again for coming to my platform and thank y'all for listening again. Shout out to all my listeners. I love y'all. All righty, Darcy out.